Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? First time. Hang it with D. Episode 51. I, of course, am your co-host, Dylan. With me always is D's. A uh, lot to talk about today. What uh, <laughs> the fuck are you doing? I don't know. I just wanted to do I've been hey, wanting different. to do that the last like five times to see your reaction. But... Go ahead. Lead the show. Nah, I'm good. I, you ruined my momentum, so. Well, now I forgot what I was going to talk about. Well, fuck. God damn it. Not that. All right, two hundred dollar bonus. Cool. Yeah. Doesn't everybody want a two hundred dollar bonus? I sh- certainly would. Show me the money. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I understand the context now. Show you the money. Oh no no, you can do better than that, Jerry. I want you to say it with you with me, then, brother. Hey, I got Bob Sugar on the other line. That's what Dak said. Yeah. To Jerry, in fact. I know, kind of perfect his name. Jerry, right? Right, yeah. And show him the money they did. Holy shit. 40 million per. Including, uh, was it 120 something in guarantees? Oh, yeah, 120 guaranteed. Um,. Yeah, basically it averages out to uh, four years at, or, or uh, no, it averages out to sixty million per, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, no, forty million. Four years, hundred and sixty, hundred and sixty million. Yeah, yeah so f- basically forty per, and he gets paid. Isn't it like seventy? Seventy million? something million this year Jesus. because of signing bonuses and whatnot. And yeah, uh, I would say Dak won. Uh, definitely. Because Dallas wanted him to sign a five-year deal, and he held fast, held steady on wanting a four-year deal. That's what he got at ridiculous money. Um, Not quite Patrick Mahomes' money when you talk, break it down to the per year Which salary. he did not deserve anyway. But No. Um, but he is he did get the highest... Uh, signing bonus or one-year signing bonus of all time. Jesus. And, yeah, I'm basically a, the same school of thought as you. He's uh, he's not a $40 million quarterback. No. Now, if he comes back from this injury mm-hmm. and, and plays the way that he was playing, because let's be honest, he was – Fucking killing it. I have him fantasy. He yeah, he was great. And if he can consistently do that for the next few years, then it, then it's probably worth it. Yeah. 
but that's if he can do that for the next at least two to three years. And they're going to have to get rid of some pieces, I would imagine, in the next few well, years it, to pay him. Probably, but they're one of those teams that's in really good cap shape right now. Mm. And by them signing him, it actually because if they would have, they're still going to franchise tag him just because of the the way it works. Um, they know that there is an agreement in place, and it's you know it is what it is. Basically, they're just kind of covering their ass, and they're going to throw the tag on him, but doesn't matter because they're going to sign this deal and the tag goes away. Mm. But if they would have franchise tagged him, he would have had to play at $37 million. And that is all against the cap. Whereas he, uh, by signing this contract, he's only going to count or saves them 15 million against the cap. Mm, okay. And, and like I said, they are in uh much fucking better shape than, than Pittsburgh is or a lot of other teams. So, mm. Uh, they have definitely opened their window a little bit wider. Obviously, they need some help, but they're in pretty good shape. All that being said, I still don't think he's worth that kind of money. No, maybe not. he'll prove me wrong, um, but I, you know, I need to see it consistently. You know, right. he was a solid quarterback, mm-hmm. and then last season before he got hurt, he was fucking world-beating superstar. He just didn't have a lot of help. Yeah. And if he can continue that level of play, then kudos. Then both both sides win. Uh, but if he cannot, that's going to put Dallas in a very precarious situation down the road. Right. But congrats to him. He he held out for what he wanted, and, and he got paid. And, and maybe he was underpaid, you know, prior to the franchise tag. So, um We'll see how it works out, but is what it is, and and he's not gonna have to worry about getting a second job anytime soon. Right. It does. One thing that does make me feel good about the situation is the way his season ended last year. He had that gruesome leg injury and was out the rest of the year. So it is nice that Dallas still, you know, showed him the money. Yeah, gave him that big contract. So that's that's good. And uh, the other thing it does is it pretty much. I mean. I would say 99.9% takes them out of any discussion for anybody else, whether, oh, God, whether yeah. it be Russell Wilson or uh, Deshaun Watson, right. unless it's some kind of sign and trade deal. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't know. Um, speaking of Russell Wilson, I the, the word is that the Bears are going to make a strong push. Mm-hmm. And I think they need to, and... Who was it? Uh, Dan Orlovsky was on and basically made a good point mm-hmm. that uh, Matt Nag- Nagy, 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 and Pace, Ryan Pace, yeah, Ryan Pace. That that basically it comes down to this: Do they want a job next season or not? Right. Because if they don't pull the trigger on some kind of deal and put a winner there, that they're probably out of a job. I would agree. Now, there's also the pressure of what if you give up a bunch and you get your quarterback, whether it's Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, and then now you have to build a team around him without, you know, draft capital, two to three first round picks, mm-hmm. you know, but at least you have the opportunity. Whereas I'm pretty certain. And I think it's known around the league that if they don't a make the playoffs and, or win a game, I think the coach, coach and GM are gone. Right. 
especially if they don't make a, a play on, you know, if they at least go after Deshaun Watson, or, or I should say get Deshaun Watson and, or not and, or, or Russell Wilson, it at least maybe buys them Another an year. extra year yeah. or so to try and put the pieces around it. And the Bears got a solid defense. Yeah. And they've got some decent offensive players. They still got a couple of holes to plug. Yeah. I think Allen Robinson is very, very good. The problem is he's had Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles. Yeah, I agree. And they apparently believe that as well because uh, while it isn't official, they have basically told Allen Robinson that he is going to get the franchise tag, which is today at, I believe, uh, 4 p.m., 3 p.m. our time so Mm -hmm. like literally within the next couple hours all teams must declare which i'll get into that in a second but uh that being said yeah this is it's got to be done Mm -hmm. if you're the bears you've got a solid team you are literally a quarterback and maybe a two receiver maybe another running back and a little bit of offensive line but Mm -hmm. you don't have to break the bank for those players you do need to get a stud quarterback period and while their defense is good, it isn't world-beating great. Can win a Super Bowl with a Trent own. Dilfer type thing. Right. Like they need, you know, that offense is going to have to put points on the board. And and we saw them struggle mightily last year uh, with Trubisky, Foles. Trubisky looked better the second time mm-hmm. around, but still, you, you got to. If there's even a chance that you can get Russell Wilson, you do it. And yeah. at this point, Deshaun Watson. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Houston's being so stupid and not even listening to, to deals. Um, so at this point, I just have to assume that they're going to commit fucking franchise suicide and sit on him and make him sit out a year. Right. And, and I don't know. I'm just glad I'm not a Texans fan. That's all I got to say, because I would lose my fucking mind. Sure, I want Deshaun Watson there doesn't look like that's a viable option anymore. Right. So if you really care about your fan base, you got to do something to put a winner on the field. Yeah. And it starts with trading him away for as much as you can possibly get. Right. Uh, speaking of someone else that got paid, um, maybe this happened last week and we just didn't get a chance to talk about it. Skip Bayless got paid. Yeah, I saw that. $32 million. And apparently ESPN... Uh, was trying to get him back. Yeah. They were trying. I think they said, what did I read? I thought they read, or I read that they were offering him $40 million to come back and join Stephen A. Maybe I, th- I, thought, I think it was less than what Fox's offer was. Was it? Either I way. So. It was I think it was like 28 A but ridiculous still. amount of money. That being said, <laughs> you want to talk about a waste of fucking money. Um, as shitty as it is they get ratings obviously and espn desperately needs ratings i don't right get now. it i, I, I don't no, literally nobody i talk to and have talked about it not one person have i ever heard say i really like skip bayless yeah i completely agree i don't i, I don't want i don't watch his shows i don't watch Stephen a's shows it's almost like one of those things where yeah they get ratings but maybe uh, because people like to sit there and scream at their TV. Because yeah, they hate watch it. Yeah, I, I just I, I have never liked him from back in the day before it was first take. Yeah, what the hell? I don't even remember the name of that show that Cold they had. Cold Pizza on was that it? 
Well, yeah, it, there was actually one between Cold Pizza and First Take that Skip was on with another guy and, and female, and then Stephen A. was kind of a every once in a while thing. And then when that show ended is when they went with the original First Take, which was Stephen A. and, and Skip. Uh, I think you're wrong there. I think the show you're thinking of was First Take. It was just completely different than when they decided just randomly to have Stephen A. on the show. Okay. And him you and might Skip be right. Got it might have went it. from Cold Pizza to First Take. And it, it it was still a news morning show with some debate and discussion. It wasn't the crust of and the then, show. And then, yeah, then when they changed it over and basically made Skip and Stephen A. the stars, it was literally, here's the topic, fight about it. Yeah. You know, and that's then took off to what it is now with... Stephen A. still does it on on ESPN with, uh, let's see, he was... Max Will, Kellerman. Yeah, Max Kellerman now, but originally it was Will. He's moved on now to Fox News. Um, really? I thought it was, I thought it went directly from Skip to Max. No, Will, what the hell was his name? Will and Max kind of both did it from time to time and then when Will got the job at Fox News now it's it's all Max mm. and I don't like Max Kellerman either I know and to be honest Stephen A sometimes gets annoying but Stephen A definitely gets annoying but people watch it and it, it, how do people not see through that bullshit like they're professional trolls how do you not I don't get it I, I don't either like it literally yeah they're, they're just trying to elicit a response and but you know what it does? It get gets people to follow them on Twitter, and it gets people to comment, and gets people to talk about it. Yeah, and that in turn gets people to watch. Like, holy shit, what what's this asshole going to say today? Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, I Howard Stern. I I yeah, basically <laughs> invented that type of broadcasting. That I am going to be. Well, what's the line in private parts? It's like people that love his show say they watch it, be- they listen to it because they can't, they can't, they have to hear what he's going to say next. Yeah, people, people that, that hate, hate him, him listen yeah. to it because they have to hear what he's going to say next. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's where those kinds of shows are, and people do tune in. Um, and although with Howard Stern anymore, I think people just tune in out of habit because. Unless he's got a really good guest on, yeah. it's just not listenable anymore. It's not funny. And it's literally all they do is talk about COVID. And at least now they don't talk about Trump because he's not there anymore. But, yeah, the show got really bad. Mm. And when they have guests on, he's still the best interviewer in the game. Yeah. No no question there. But when they try to, to be a morning show and just talk the way that they used to, it literally, he sounds his age. It sounds like you're listening to just a grumpy old man. Yeah. You know, my lawn. Yeah. Yeah. And Robin, I, I absolutely hate, they'll try and talk sports and Robin will basically, oh, well, that's because, no, bitch, you don't know anything about sports. Mm-hmm. Just shut the fuck up. Anyway. the I remember like five years ago, Howard Stern, is that? Howard Stern, you're talking about being an old man. He had a terrible take five years ago talking about radio and how people that everyone that does podcasts wants to do radio and Rogan's like, yeah, that's not true at all. I don't, why would I want to do fucking radio and get up in, early in the morning? It's like, I can do it at my own time and whatnot. And his point was that it, well, if you, 
he he looked at podcasting like a uh, a shortcut. It's like you know, if you want to actually get into broadcasting, go to broadcasting school, get a <laughs> shitty broadcasting job, learn how to do breaks and what whatnot. It's like you don't have to fucking do that. And obviously, Rogan just signed a fucking massive con- hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, I mean, back in the day when Howard was coming up, a nobody, there was nobody that did what Howard did. I mean, you had some like weird and wacky morning show types, but they were all the same Mm. and Howard pushed the envelope and yeah, he went to broadcasting school and he learned how to run a board and all that. But while, yeah, back then you needed to know all that shit Mm -hmm. today. Like Mm -hmm. I've been in a radio studio. They don't fucking do anything. It's all computerized. Yeah. You know, like for the most part, none of them play music. Right. It's all pre-programmed shit. Right. That's why you know you could t- tune into uh, uh, rock, just a station. It, yeah, you basically. Any, a. But the one in Peoria <laughs> is really bad about it. Um, like there'll be a month block where you'll hear Great White once bitten, twice shy, just to throw a random song out there, and you'll hear it like every day or every other day. And then you won't hear it for months. It's because they just throw it on a rotation and fucking do it. And the DJ will come. They'll, they have basically a script. Okay. You got this song here. Then you say this, then you have play these commercials and it's nothing like it used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as a radio DJ, they literally are fucking robots. And that's why most of them, especially in this area, they'll do like, their their shift on a on their rock station and then you'll hear them later on on a pop station because right. they literally their job has been dumbed down so much to where they just press a couple buttons and then they talk on the mic every now and then and that's it yeah and as somebody who has always been a fan of the talk radio type stuff whether it was i mean howard stern although we didn't really get a lot of opportunity to hear him here he was on one of the local stations for i want to say a year yeah, I have no yeah, real you experience. You weren't thought of yet, or, or you might have been a baby. I was still. I was just. Gonna, I have no real experience with Howard Stern. Yeah, I mean? not like your generation, right? Um, and then I read his books. You know, that's what basically turned me on to a, as a fan to him. And then he was the reason I got Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. No Sirius back then, and the show was great there for a long time. But like I said, just the last couple of years has gotten bad. But. As far as back to the whole podcasting thing, people do podcasts because, A, they want to just talk some shit about whatever they feel like their expertise is. And, I mean, I got into it because I, I like to talk and I feel like I have a vast amount of knowledge about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And plus, you're so humble too. Plus, yeah. Plus, I like to hear the sound of my own voice. So, and it's just something to do. If people listen, great. If they don't, whatever. Mm. Um, sure, I would like to be like a Joe Rogan, where I have millions of who listeners. Wouldn't? But yeah, who wouldn't? Um, but I still I enjoy it, and I would rather listen to good podcasts than the regular radio. I you know? I can't listen to regular radio anymore. I, I can't. Yeah, like, as far for, as music, I, yeah, I don't listen to music radio anymore. I, I, I it's all can't. just the same recycled shit. I'll put, I'll put Spotify, plug it in, and and listen to my playlist. And if I want to hear something new, I just type it in the search on Spotify, and I can listen to it instead of listening to the new Five Finger Death cover band. <laughs> 
what whatever new song they have out every fucking hour on the hour. Right. Like, radio has killed so many artists. Nickelback. Mm. What's your first thought when you hear somebody say Nickelback? Uh, I mean, the hate that they get, yeah. obviously. Nickelback is a kick-ass band who puts on a kick-ass show, but people hate them because when uh, Dark Horse came out, it was a great album. A mm-hmm. lot of good songs, but you heard them on the radio every fucking 20 minutes right. to the point where people got sick of them. That's what, when I was a, a bouncer, this is before the strip club at Captain Ron's mm-hmm. when Nickelback was first starting to blow up. Mm-hmm. Fucking everybody wanted to hear Nickelback and wearing Nickelback shirts. I remember Nickelback had a concert in Peoria. Like 75% of the bar showed up after the show wearing rocking Nickelback shirts. Mm-hmm. And those same motherfuckers are the ones 10 years later, oh, fucking Nickelback sucks. Really? Because you went and seen them every fucking time they came to Peoria. Mm-hmm. But radio drove it so far up everybody's ass that they got sick of them. Same thing is going on right now with Five Finger Death Punch. They were huge when they first broke in. And now you hear them all the fucking time. They also come off very douchey. A little bit, yeah. Very. They do have songs I like, but... They do. And I even like their versions of of the cover songs, Mm -hmm. but there for a while, it was like four or five straight songs that they released on the radio that was a cover. Right. One of which had already been covered like two or three times. Like, fuck, give it a break, Ivan. Write your own shit. <laughs> oh, wow. We went off the rails. Ads. That's uh, the biggest. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. So, And Syria, like satellite radio, it used to be, no, commercial free. No, not anymore. Because right. commercial free, don't pay the fucking bills. That's why, again, that's why people listen to podcasts. Because other than the big ones have ads but usually they throw them all right at the very beginning, and then you can listen to the whole show. Or they might throw in a couple of breaks every now and then, depending on how long the show is. Or another trick I'm noticing a lot with, uh, because I usually will watch podcasts like on YouTube, Um, which is funny because we don't do that. But uh, And I've noticed, too, with a lot of just just channels, like Chael Sonnen's channel, Game Rank's channel, whenever they break for an ad, because they obviously they'll do their ads like at a different time, so the host is wearing different clothes. It's almost like a little wink to the audience, like this is an ad. Okay, skip, 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 skip. Oh, he's back to his regular clothes. The ad's over. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because they 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 just record a whole host of exactly them the same day, and yeah. So uh, anyway, before we got off our uh, broadcasting tangent there. Mm. Uh, back to the NFL news. Uh, today is franchise tag day. Still? Yep, still. And haven't heard a lot of names um, as of yet. Uh, the only ones we know of for certain right now, the Bucks are tagging Chris Godwin, a wide receiver. Not um, surprising. A little bit. No. I mean, I thought so. I really nope. thought so. Bruce Arian said at the parade, "Your ass ain't going nowhere." So I, I still I didn't think they would. I'll be interested to see if they they get him signed before the season starts. Mm. I, I sixteen and a half million dollars is that's a lot of money yeah. for a a number two receiver. That is true. Um, but anyway, yes, they're tagging him. Uh. Jaguars are tagging their starting left tackle, 
can't hate on that. He's he's pretty solid, and they're going to need him to protect Trevor. Trevor. Uh, the Lions. Lions. Di- yeah, the Lions announced that they are not tagging Kenny Galladay. Oh, which was a rumored thing that was going to happen. They're they're going to let him test the free agency waters. Huh. Um. Panthers are tagging their right tackle, Taylor Morton. Washington is tagging their guard, Brendan Scherf. Jets are tagging their safety, but not the one last year. Uh, Marcus May. Broncos are tagging another safety, Justin Simmons. And the Bears just literally an hour ago basically made it known that they were tagging Allen Robinson. Uh, Steelers informed Bud Dupree that they are not tagging him, which that's no surprise either because uh, Steelers couldn't afford to give me a franchise tag right now without getting some other guys either signed or restructured. All right. Um, but, yeah, and we are still waiting for the massacre. Which, yeah, it's coming. Which here we are eight days away from free agency, and we still don't have a cap number. I don't know what the fucking holdup is. I, I don't either. I mean – uh, unless there's something they're trying to do with TV deal or something, to, I don't know why you can't just say, look, here it is, deal with it. And I don't think we're going to see that massacre until that number that is rock solid, here it is, because right. then teams will have to start figuring out uh, what they have to do, who they have to cut, restructure, resign, things of that nature. So uh, that's what where we're at with the franchise situation. Um, and, oh, and we know Dak is going to get the tag, but it, it's not going to matter because he's already got a deal in place for that ridiculous amount of money. Uh, thought I had other stuff. Uh, the Patriots are trading for the Raiders tackle Trent Brown, and he played for the Patriots a couple years ago, so they're bringing him back. And they are not tagging uh, Thune. One of their offensive linemen. Hmm. Um, I'm seeing a thing here. The Ravens GM is basically saying that the Dak Prescott deal won't impact Lamar's, and it shouldn't because no. if they pay Lamar Jackson forty million dollars a season, I'm going to lose my shit. Because oh, they're going to. He he he's former MVP. He's gonna get. He he'll get more money money than Dak. Not saying I agree with it, but he will. Actually, you're wrong, or you're right. I hope they do. I hope they pay him sixty million per. I really do. You deserve it, Lamar. Because then, a, they're gonna suck because Lamar's not that good, and b, they won't be able to fucking sign anybody else. So yes, give him seventy five million a year. You got my blessing. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Uh, former Bears offensive tackle. Um, now I can't remember his first name. Chris Long or no? Offensive tackle? Yeah. Not Chris Long. He was the defensive guy. Yeah. Uh, damn it. Kyle Long. There we go. Yeah. He is going to unretire and, and play next year. Huh. And he uh, he played seven years in Chicago before he retired in January of 2020, and now he's decided he's going to come back. <sighs> and I believe he is a free agent. Hmm. And, but he says he's 315 pounds, shredded, and ready to go. So uh, he's a stud when he was healthy. Yeah. Uh, whether or not he can cash in on a big contract, 
remains to be seen. He's probably going to have to pass some physicals, do some workouts. but Especially this season with, you know, a lot of teams are caps. Cap-strapped, yeah. yeah. But there are a handful of teams that aren't, though. Yeah. I mean, if I could get him cheap, I would definitely take him. He's not in our budget. No, I know. <laughs> Fucking the, the players we have aren't in our budget. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you and I are not in their budget. Yeah. Um, With the whole Bud Dupree situation, I think Pittsburgh's thought process is that he's not worth as much as maybe his agent is, is leading him to believe. Mm-hmm. And so they're – I know there, there's reports. They're in contact all the time about it, but I think it's one of those things. We'll go out, see what you can get, and then we'll see if we can match it type deal. So mm. I, I'm pretty pretty certain Juju is gone. Yeah. But I think Bud Dupree, they're going to at least make a run for him once they see what the market value is. Like Juju said that, oh, if Ben's back, we're packaging. I'm coming back. Yeah, he's full of shit. He'll be he'll be in a Jets uniform next year, probably. I mean, I believe in in his heart that Juju wants to come back, but yeah, but we can't afford him, right? And he's as much as I love him, I don't see him as a fifteen to sixteen million no. a year number one receiver type. I don't either. You know, it's just he he flourished when he had a stud on the other side. Now Chase Claypool might turn into that. But again, not for fifteen million. Not for fifteen million a year. Yeah, if I could get him nine, ten, you know, on a nice stretched out cap friendly deal, I would. But um, I just I don't think we're gonna have that money, and I think that money is going to be better spent elsewhere right. on on other needs. Now, uh, let's see, what other? Do you have anything? Uh, Chargers are not tagging Hunter Henry, so that's a nice tight end that'll be out on the market. Kenny Galladay is actually an interesting free agent because he was on pace to become a superstar, and then he got hurt, so Mm -hmm. he's bouncing back off injury. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of value teams put on him. Right. And I think that will help set the tone for the other receivers that would be out there available. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything football-wise? NFL-wise, no. All right. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about. I have a question for you. Okay. College basketball. Uh-huh. Okay. I know you're not a huge fan of it, but uh-huh. two teams. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is COVID, mm-hmm. so we've had some cancellations, postponements, whatever. Right. Takes all of us. Yeah. Conference records. Uh-huh. One team is 16-4. and four. Uh-huh. One team is 13 and 3. Okay. Who should win that conference? Um I would go with the team that's 16 and 4 because mathematically they are 0.5 games in front. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, the 16 and 4 Illinois Fighting Illini. I changed my mind. The 13 and 3 team. <laughs> that should yeah, be. Now fuck off. <laughs> and the 13 and 3 Michigan Wolverines. And Michigan wins the the conference as they should. They had some cancellations as they should. Now the only, yes, when you talk about Illinois beat Michigan too, didn't they? Like they right split. Before? Oh, okay. They split. But uh, when you talk about the 
COVID thing, I mean, they're going or, or win percentage. Michigan does have the the advantage. Uh, their win percentage is like eight twenty four, and Illinois is um, it's right here. less. Yeah, eight hundred. Their conference win percentage. Oh well, no. But again, you look at look at the standings ESPN has. They've got Michigan number one, Illinois at plus point five games, but they went by win percentage. Huh. And so there's people upset about it, but it it doesn't matter because that that isn't who gets um the the bid anyway. It basically comes down to the seeding in the Big Ten tournament. Right. Um Trying to look. Let's see. Oh, no. They did not. They played Michigan once. How were they only scheduled one time? Or because it just... got canceled. See? PPG. Right here? Yeah. Yeah, but that's postponed. So were they scheduled to play them twice or just once? Oh, well, they might be in different divisions. Uh, I don't think they have divisions in the the basketball. Oh. So that being said, yeah, they only played them once. Illinois won. So Illinois is fucking Big Ten champs. Suck a dick, Michigan. Nah. It's whatever. <laughs> but uh, speaking, I honestly don't speaking, care. I know. Speaking of Illinois, who is ranked number three in the nation right now, and Michigan is ranked, they were ranked two. Surely they're not still. Are they? I don't. I'm know asking you, like you fucking know. No, uh, no. Michigan has actually dropped down to number four. Huh. Um, Gonzaga has not lost. Baylor's only lost one game. We've got a lot of uh, solid teams in college basketball this year. The Big Ten alone has like seven or eight teams that are going to make it, including one, two, three, four. Th- three of the top five is, at least in the AP poll, are. Big Ten schools, too. Five. They have five teams in the top 25. And like I said, Gonzaga has not lost, but uh, just the last few games, Illinois has has won three straight against ranked opponents. They beat Wisconsin, then they beat the breaks off of Michigan, and then they beat Ohio State. So it might be an interesting tournament. If they actually, well, I know they're having it this year. Right. It's still going to be weird because they're all playing at the same place. Mm-hmm. It's all being played in Indianapolis. And I don't know what they're doing if they have any fans at all. But, again, even if they do, it's going to be like a skeleton crew of, of fans. And, I mean, that's probably more than half of the appeal of March Madness is right. – you know, you, you get to see crowd reactions too when you have these Cinderella stories, and now it's just going to be like watching a fucking high Golf school claps. game, yeah, where yeah. you can actually hear, you know, somebody's mom up in the stands, and you get, let's go, Billy, <laughs> you know. So it, it'll be weird, but at least they're having it this year. Whereas last year, they basically pulled the rug out from under them with what a week. Yeah, I think it was the week of the tournament is when they they called it. I think teams were actually like either at their location or getting ready to travel. And they said, yeah, we're not going to do this. So uh, again, at least we have one this year. 
Yeah. So. Uh, all right. Sports wise, do you have anything else? Yes, I do. Um, there's a big UFC card this weekend. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I actually watched it. I, three title fights. Yes, three title fights. Um, the third title fight was because I, I have to admit I haven't. I'm not as big a UFC fan as I used to be. Yeah, me neither. Not following as much as I used to. So first title fight was for the flyweight title. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the champion's name. Um, because I'll spell it. Uh, the last name is Yan. Y A N. His first name is P E T R. Peter. Is it Peter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like a Russian spelling of Peter. I think you're right. So, Peter is fighting uh, Aljamain Sterling. Mm-hmm. And first round, Sterling comes out really quick. Like, very aggressive. Um, definitely wins the round. Second round, he slows down a little bit, and it looks like Jan won. Third round, that guy has challenger... Sterling has slowed down considerably, and Jan definitely wins. Fourth round, again, Sterling's pretty fucking gassed, and Jan's kind of, he's in control of the fight. So he was, in your estimation, well on his way to winning. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. He's He was, worst case scenario, it was 2-2 with him winning in the fourth, and Sterling exhausted. 2-2. Round-wise. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, three one is the way you were you're describing it. Three one. It you could maybe make the case that it was two two. So it, Sterling might have won. Might have won the okay. second one. It was pretty close, but I, I think I probably would have given. I it I mean, to you've Jan. watched enough UFC fights. Uh, as is long it, as the judges aren't fucking retarded, I um, I could do a better job than some of them. Yeah, the some have been just. But typically, you you have a pretty good feeling for who is winning the fight right. at, at a given um, moment. Right. So anyway, I, yeah, we get to the fourth round. Get to the fourth round. Again, Jan is in complete control, kind of dominating him. Sterling is on one knee, and both his hands are on the mat, which if you're not a fan of the UFC or MMA in general, that means you are a downed opponent. If you have your hand... Just be a hand or one knee on the mat. You are a downed opponent, which means that your opponent cannot kick you or knee you in the head. In the head. So he's down again. One knee, both hands. You hear the ref because there's no fans. You hear the ref say he's down. Yeah. And then he kind of stays there for a second. Like I think he tries to punch him a couple times. You hear his corner say something. And then the champion Jan knees this guy in the face as hard as he yeah. fucking can. Really, really that was the all I saw was that clip of the knee and yeah he destroyed him with that knee right literally to the front of the face right so they pause the fight for a second the referee wants to check on him hey are you okay and he is talking to him but I've heard a lot of people say like call this guy out and say oh yeah he didn't win for fighting he won for acting he wasn't fucking acting. Like, he couldn't set up. He was, like, swaying back and forth a lot. Well, and people are saying that because after the fact, at when they announced it, he seemed fine. But as somebody who has had concussions, yeah. I can 100% tell you that's usually what happens. Right. Is that you are completely off your shit for a little bit 
and then your brain kind of catches up and you feel okay. You don't remember what the fuck happened, but you're still fully functional. Right. Look at a perfect example, Patrick Mahomes. Right. In that, uh, was it the playoff game? Yeah. Yeah, playoff game against the Browns. He It didn't look bad, but when he got up, he was doing the stanky leg and could barely stand, mm-hmm. and they had to walk him to the sideline. And he said himself, I could have finished the game. I felt yeah. fine, but because of protocols, they couldn't do it. So for the people that are saying that, read a book because that's not how fucking concussions work. Right. You can be completely loopy for a few minutes, and then you kind of collect yourself. So, yeah, and all you got to do is watch the knee. Yeah. I mean, he fucking blasted him full on in the face, and he just crumbles to the ground. There's no way he faked it. Right. In fact, he didn't want the title. He left the fucking title. Yeah, we didn't in even discuss ring. that. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even get to that. Yeah. Point. Yeah. So, so, yeah, anyway. So the yeah, the ref's to trying to talk to him or whatever. They bring in the doctor, and the ref tells the doctor, he kind of covers the mic to try and hide it, but you can hear it. Even Rogan points it out. It's like, Russ trying to hide it, but I heard what he said. He tells the doctor, I told him he was down. He did it anyway. I'm going to call it an intentional foul, which an intentional foul is a DQ. And they, he talks to Sterling, the guy who got need and goes, are, are you, how you feel? Are you okay? And, he, and Sterling even says, I don't want it to end like this, which you put a lifetime of work into a profession with the the goal and dream being a UFC champion, you don't want to fucking win it like that. No, no, no. And his reaction when they, Dana put the belt on him was not happy at all, and no. he immediately took it off and threw it down. Yeah, yeah, he did not want to win the belt that way. And that says a lot when you consider that he was probably losing the fight. Yeah, definitely. For all intents and purposes, he was probably losing the fight. And, you know, for the people saying, oh, he was acting. No, if he was acting and and just trying to play it off to get the win he'd have taken the belt with him yeah you know i I don't think you think that so far ahead that like oh i gotta play this up right so i'll just leave the belt here but you know i'll come get that motherfucker when the cameras are shut off right nobody thinks that way yeah um but yeah it was that was as blatant of a cheap shot i can remember in a ufc fight right i mean it's i i can't think of any others off the top of my head yeah, not that were uh, just that. Well, a title's never changed hand, hands from right. DQ. And, um, and I mean, for something like that, it should look if it's a like an inadvertent, you know, poke in the eye or something like that. Then sure, you rule it a no contest or whatever. Resign it and, and come back and fight in you know six months. But for something like that, like you said, he was told he was down, and he, he did. He he paused for a second. Then he just steps up and just drove his knee through the back of his fucking skull well, from did, the front. <laughs> right. Did you hear the uh, – well, I guess Khabib was there. Khabib. Uh, Karujan Mugogov. Whatever the fuck his last name Nerg- is. made off or some shit. I was close. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, he happened to be there, and he told – um, the commentators, like right after the fight, that because he speaks Russian, obviously, and Jan is Russian, he, what he heard the corner man say hit him. And apparently, Jan said, I kick him. And his corner said, Yes. And then he did it. Khabib heard that, which, if you're the corner, I'm not, I'm not a trainer. I'm not a coach. If I'm not dies, a judge. He dies. I'm not a ref. 
I know you cannot knee a downed opponent. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. That's that's some fucking some Ivan Drago shit right yeah. there. So, good stuff. Yeah, a UFC title changed hands because a guy got disqualified and um a lot of people are saying that's bullshit. Like you shouldn't win a title from DQ, but again, if it's something out of your control, like I said, an eye poke or, you know, something that it happens in the heat of the moment to where the fight absolutely can't continue. And by rule, you have to DQ somebody or whatever. Fine. Uh, don't change hands. I think in that case, but, you do it. No contest a, or no, whatever, no yeah. contest, but immediate, there has to be a rematch. Like mm-hmm. you, neither one of you fight anybody else until you. Dane already this. announced that. Yeah. Whereas with this, again, at all signs point to this was, just a blatant disregard for the rules, then yeah, you, you, you are no longer champ. Yeah. And all the people saying, oh, the title shouldn't change hands on a DQ, they're clearly not fans of pro wrestling. <laughs> because if I'm the champ and I'm getting my ass whooped, I'm oh, going to yeah. poke in the eyes, knee in the balls. I'm going to grab a chair and, yep, absolutely. Yeah, grab my belt and, you know. Yeah. And then I saw. Talk the, trash about it. Uh, Amanda Nunes. Uh, if you just watched the highlights, it looked like she gave birth in the ring and then beat that chick's ass but gave birth yeah she had her baby in the ring after the fight oh okay i was like i did not yeah. get what you're she, saying at all but she dominated uh it was a who, minute 20 the entire fight i don't think megan anderson got in a single shot yeah she Nunes, jab jab big overhand right megan got wobbly amanda took her down arm, put her arm bar no leg triangle inverted leg triangle and tapped her out I watched the fight. Yes, it looked like it was. A, she had her arm back, like up here. Yeah, oh, I guess it it's was. It's a leg yeah. triangle. You can it also still looked arm bar. like a fucking arm bar. Yes, you can attach a arm bar to yeah, that leg triangle. It was when she took her arm and tucked it behind and leaned back. That's when Megan was started tapping. Right. So, combination. It, sure. And uh, yes, but, but then after the fight, like she brought her baby in, like here, kiss my opponent, who's at, look, <laughs> mommy just whipped her ass. You know? <laughs> that made me laugh, yeah, because yeah. when Megan's like, "Hi," it's, <laughs> I wonder if she said, "Your mommy just kicked the shit yeah. out of me." Uh, yeah. So Amanda Which, Nunez needs to be more popular. Yeah, she's a beast. She's fucking amazing. Like yeah. what she did to Cyborg, what she did to Ronda, what. Well, I mean, Ronda lost to her and Holly Holm. It's not like she lost to Scrubs. Yeah, but got so. dominated by, well, both, really. Right. I mean, I think if Ronda would have trained a little harder, I think she overlooked Holly Holm. Yeah. I, I To the point where once all of a sudden Holly Holm starts kicking her head off. I think if, if, if she took that fight seriously, I think Ronda would have won that fight. But. Yeah. Ronda got destroyed by Nunez. Yeah. Like it wasn't even close. No. You know, like people figured her out. Ronda you know, she came in when women's division was in its infancy and, mm-hmm. and there weren't a lot of like Misha Tate was a badass, but still nobody knew the things that Ronda knew was as strong as Ronda and and had the the judo that, that Ronda had to where she'd just grab you, throw you down and then rip your fucking arm off. Right. And that pushed a lot of women to expand their horizons. Women like Holly Holm, Nunez, um, who's the uh, skinny chick that dominated for a while. Long, straight hair. Um, Same division or? No, I think she's one. Joanna? Yeah. Yeah. She 
came in and dominated. Uh, Rose, whatever Nyman her name Nunez, is, yeah. that, that beat her. Right. Um, you know, they all got better because of what Ronda did for the UFC. Right. So, yeah. Um, I don't even remember the third tight title fight. It was, uh, it was it, the, it, the, it was the main event, Israel Adesanya versus, yeah, right. uh, Jan, another fucking European name. I can't fucking pronounce. And see, and that's honestly, I think that's a big part of what's going on with UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there aren't any big American stars. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, heavyweight division. No, yeah. it's Jan. Dan- Light heavyweight is. You got John Jones, Daniel Cormier. Cormier is retired. John Jones is in between Coke binges. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Conor McGregor is popular in America, but you know he's Irish. And he's also fallen. And yeah, he's yeah. not what he was and got his ass kicked. Dustin Poirier is a great fighter, but he's not, you know, a household name. That might improve because he just beat Conor. Oh, yeah. Though. No, it's, it's you know, and then you had the, the Diaz brothers. While both are entertaining to watch, you Diaz brothers are one of two things. You love them or you fucking hate them. They're okay. not like super popular. Yes, they you, are. Nate Diaz in Jorge, their pay-per-view fight sold a million pay-per-view. Well, guys. I know, but Nate's a superstar now. Agreed, but it's still not like you can't. He still has a Connor, lot of his haters, but they'll still pay to watch him fight, though. Oh yeah, for sure. Right, but again, he's towards the end of his career. That you have you know, that. Like, yeah, he's not. His, when he was coming up he was probably hated more than he was liked. Yeah. Like he was people that are asshole bully smart asses. Yeah. Are the people that liked Nate Diaz. Yeah. Cause that's how he was. Right. And now his popularity has grown, but his skills have diminished. Like he's not going to go on any kind of big title run. I, I don't know, but so it just basically goes back to, you know, if you think back to when the UFC first started, it's, Ascension, there were a lot of American stars. Randy, Chuck, Tito. um, Brock Lesnar, Frank Mir, um, uh, the other big guy that fought Brock. Oh, um, well, Shane Carwin. Carwin was was super popular. For like three fights, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Oh, Matt Hughes was super popular. Matt Hughes was big. Uh, uh, The guy that beat St. Pierre. Huge upset. Oh, Matt Sarah. Matt Sarah. You know, there there were a lot of, you know. Um, Forrest Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. And now you don't have that. Sure, there are some, but none with that superstar potential that we had so many of with, you know, Chuck and Tito and, you know, all those guys. All right. And you know, I wish there would because, I mean, I'll watch UFC or boxing all day, every day. I'll watch UFC over any sport that's not football. Depending on who's fighting, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've definitely fallen off in the last five years, but yeah. big fights I'll try and tune in. Yeah. Playing the new game and also watching the MMA on point YouTube channels kind of gotten me into it more now. Because, yeah, I used to be, I could easily name every champion of every division, and now I can't. Like, like Israel moved up to fight Jan something. Yeah. Black, 
Blash. I don't fucking. I can't pronounce it. And, and now I know John Jones is supposed to move up to heavyweight now. Yeah, and is going to fight. Uh, is it Stipe? I think so. Yeah, I think that's the plan. Or was there one before? I was thinking maybe Stipe has to fight somebody else, mm. and then, then the Jones fight. But I I could be wrong. Again, right. I'm not uh, as up to date with it as I used to be. Right. But, uh, anyway, moving on. What else you got? Yesterday was International Women's Day. <laughs> Hell of a transition. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jurgle bust out the strap on. No, she wasn't here. Okay. Oh, that's why it yeah. didn't happen. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Deadpool reference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, a lot of brands, you know, tweeted out things, you know, for support and whatever. UFC, actually, what they did, they did something pretty cool. They shared the, oh, fuck. Again, these four names I can't pronounce. Joanna, Jincic. Yurkovich or whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah. I know who you're talking about. Her title fight against Chang Zong or whatever. And they put, like, the caption, like, best women's fight in history and then like the cross out they crossed it out and put one of the best fights in history yeah because it fucking, I did see that. Yeah. fucking was that right. fight was a war um so burger king what they tweeted i'm sorry burger king uk tweeted out women belong in the kitchen <laughs> and then because it was part of they also put it in a newspaper ad with print below it saying only 25% of chefs are women. We want to change that. We're going to offer scholarships to women to give them uh, opportunities in the culinary arts. So what they want to do is true. Yeah. But when you just see the headline. It's a great premise, but. Women belong in the kitchen. Yeah. People lost their fucking minds. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that because, again, I context, context and intent are unfortunately dying off but they're fucking critical yeah and hey it grabs your attention but you also read the hey this is a problem and we actually want to do something to help yeah somebody in a marketing meeting somewhere was like hey this will be a great idea it'll be so funny and whoops yeah yeah and as you can imagine a lot of act truly sexist douchebags actually commented on it and we're like fuck burger king gets it and you know <laughs> being douchebags and whatnot i had a friend of mine tweet so something along the lines of this goes, uh if this is international women's day how come i don't see an abundance of sandwiches made <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that's fucking brutal so the views expressed my <laughs> yeah 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 that's uh again kudos for what they're trying to do but in the manner of delivering the message, I could see why there were some people upset. Yeah. Whoops. I'm just shocked that in 2021, <laughs> that gap approved. Yeah. No, again, uh, in the UK, I guess I see it a little more viable than if like. They're not as bad. If. In as bad of a spot as we are, but yeah, like if that happened here and became national news, like there probably would have been Burger King's burnt down, right, uh, across the country. Because let's face it, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one have just sucked, and everybody has thin skin, and nobody gets a fucking joke anymore. Yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, breaking news. The Pittsburgh Steelers will not be using the franchise tag on anyone this season. Well, no shit. Hmm. Like I said, they can't afford to tag me. But, uh, do you have anything else? I'm trying to think. Do I have anything else? I don't think I do. Oh, that's actually a picture from that fight I was just talking about. Yoana oh, that, that was the fight where, yeah, Joanna, like you couldn't even tell she was human anymore because yeah. her skull fucking yeah that we're looking at a picture on twitter of basically the post fight of Ioana and the asian chick yeah i'm not even gonna try and butcher her name but yeah her she got hit in the head so many times and so hard that it literally looks like somebody fucked up in photoshop and like st- tried to stretch her eyes out because it's just a softball sticking out of the side of her face. Yeah. Like an alien is about yeah, to bust it, out of it. it. Yes. Yeah. It, it was gruesome. And I, I do remember all the memes and shit that was going around. All right. Uh, just scroll in the old Twitter feed to see if there's any other breaking news, but doesn't look that way. Um, no. Oh, did you hear that their Jeff Bezos is making a push to buy the Washington football team? I yeah, I thought that he I thought we talked about that already. I don't know that we did. Yeah, we well, we speculated on it. Oh, that's right. Because of the um the whole sexual harassment thing and the Washington Post, yeah, who did the article exposing all of that yeah. which is owned by Jeff Bezos. Right. So there was some like conspiracy theorists out there saying that this is all a plot so that they can get rid of Daniel Snyder and Jeff Bezos can finally purchase the team which he has been rumored to have been talking about for a while now. Right. Speaking of said Washington football team and their cheerleader controversy, did you see what they are doing now? Mm-mm. They have shit can the cheerleaders. Oh, okay. And instead, they are replacing them with a co-ed, or co-op, co-ed, co-ed, co-ed dance team. Okay. Because when I go to the stadium on Sunday to watch my beloved team, that does not I just can't wait to watch the men and women get on the field and dance to the latest hip-hop creations. I mean, the Steelers don't have cheerleaders anyway. No, I don't, but, and I, I don't want, I don't give a who shit cares? about cheerleaders, period. At the pro level, who cares? Yeah, because uh, A, for the most part, those games are watched on TV, with the exception of the 50 to 75,000 fans that happen to go there. Mm-hmm. But even the ones that go there, you're not watching the cheerleaders. No. Unless you're in the first, like, two rows where the cheerleaders are, who right. are already eight feet below you so they're it's it's a non-factor right it isn't like a high school game where you know every commercial break the cheerleaders are running out on the field doing a number you know they don't do that in the pros Mm -hmm. the way they do like in basketball you're you can see all that and they have their little dance numbers and stuff but football nobody fucking cares i just i don't see a place for it Mm. you know besides they should be in the kitchen (laughs) kidding don't cancel us. Um, so, yeah, men and women dance team for the Washington football team. Okay. So now Daniel Snyder can only harass half of the team. 
Um, <laughs> speak. Have you followed any of this Cuomo shit in New York? A little bit, yeah. I mean, he should already be in jail for what he did with the old people in COVID. Because say what you want, he literally killed thousands of people in New York by putting them in, just cramming them into nursing homes. Yeah. To quote Tim Dillon, I'm all right with that, though. <laughs> A little brush fire, you know, clear up some of the bingo tables. It's but okay. still, <laughs> here's it became, oh, well, it's, it's all Trump's fault. No, no, yeah. Trump's not the one that ordered. He It was an order. Put them in nursing home, and it ended up killing yeah. a lot of people. And now on top of that, he's got like five or six women come out and say that there's sexual harassment, and he's in deep shit. Even his own people are starting to turn on him. Les Miles, too. Did you... Yeah, he. in fact, he got fired. Did you see? No. They mutually agreed to part ways. Yeah. 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 They mutually agreed that his ass was fired. And right. Yeah. We'll save face and say that it was a... We discussed it. No, the discussion went like this. You got to go. Okay, right. can we say this? Yes. Get your shit. Get out. Right. Um, but yeah, he was Kansas. Is that yep. right? Yeah. Um, because of uh, new allegations from 2013 13. Uh, when he was with LSU, it's come out that he was acting inappropriately. I don't know any. Did you see any details on the Um, I think he... There was like a student assistant who was like 18 that he was like, I don't think he was straight up like groping people or, you know, like jerking off on plants like Harvey Weinstein or anything. But um, I think he like asked to kiss her and then like said, oh, you should come back to my hotel room. I can help you with your career and stuff like that. And yeah. Okay. It's questionable. Yeah. Yeah. These days it's, I mean, like Patrice O'Neill, like you can't even, you know tell somebody they look pretty because if they don't like you, they can literally ruin your life. Yeah. That's harassment. I hate this society. <laughs> anyway. Well, I mean, there are th- levels, obviously. Yeah, course, but again, I mean, it's... I mean, I've seen cases where... I and Granted, this was 15 years ago, but I got fired from a job because I didn't want to fuck somebody. Yes, this this girl that I worked with um, at a very large retail corporation that that has super-sized stores. Okay. Based somewhere down south. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I worked at one of those, and there was a girl that was doing everything in her power to get some of this. And I... Didn't want any of that. Mm. But she said that I was harassing her and no questions asked. I was fired. Wow. And then the, uh, the best part of the whole story was the, I was the assistant manager of that particular department. After I left, she ended up basically doing the same thing to the manager. And he actually did cause he was an ugly motherfucker. So he, you know, uh wanted some ass but then when things went south she went to the corporate and he got shit canned huh so yeah yeah that's the kind of power that they hold just saying what else we got uh oh the all-star game yeah you give a shit yeah Uh, basketball all-star weekend was this weekend and again because uh 
because it's COVID. And I honestly forgot until like the game was on. I looked at ESPN.com and it was halftime. Team LeBron beat team Durant Durant by 20. And and rightfully so, because team LeBron was fucking stacked. It was like LeBron, uh, Giannis, Steph Curry, um, Um, Kyrie. No, I think Kyrie was on Durant's team. Um, Luca, yeah, Luca Doncic, uh, yeah, their team was fucking loaded. Um, so the Durant can draft a fucking apparently. joke anyway. Well, that in any sport, really, yeah. I mean, but especially in the NBA, because like they literally, it's just they run up and down the field. We'll put it this way: the score at halftime was like a hundred and twenty to a hundred. Halftime. Wow. Yeah, just ridiculous. And uh, Steph Curry won the three-point contest uh, by hitting the very last shot on the the, the rack. Mm. And the slam dunk competition was probably the worst it's ever been. Just no creativity whatsoever. Mm. And again, they have, I think they had some fans there, but very, very few. And that's what it's all about is the whole fan reaction. It's uh, pretty boring. Right. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Man. You awake over there? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Trying to think. Do we have anything else? Uh, did finally watch the first episode of the new season of The Flash. Pretty good. Lost a major character. Mm. But this is a character that has had several characters because of the multiverse. Oh, okay. Um, Tom Cavanaugh. I don't know if you know who that is. Name rings a bell. Uh, Scrubs. Do you watch Scrubs? Any at all? Sorry, Some? what? Did you watch Scrubs? No? You know this, yes. I was a massive Scrubs fan. That's how I got you to watch fucking... Um, God damn it, I forgot the name of the fucking... Ted Lasso. Because I told you Bill Lawrence was the fucking... Okay, okay. What the fuck, man? JD's brother. Dan, oh yeah, the alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Tom Cavanaugh. Okay, and and he's uh, one of the stars on Team Flash. And throughout the course of the series, he has played different people because of the multiverse. And um, his latest iteration died mm. on the season. Spoiler alert! Uh, <laughs> it was last week. About they should have should have fucking watched already. Um, but anyway, it's a good show. Okay, uh, I think the new episodes are tonight. I believe. And uh, Superman and Lois, like I said, if you're into the whole superhero genre, that's actually a pretty good show. I know. I learned recently, I, I can't remember, I think it was a Watch Mojo. It was like TV cameos. Did you know Ted from Scrubs? Not the actor. The character Ted is in Bill Lawrence's other show, Cougar Town. Uh, yeah, I think I did know that. Yeah. with uh, And there's like Sarah Chalks in it. I can't remember her name, but his real life wife, Bill Lawrence's real life wife. Isn't it that played Jordan? Jordan, yeah. Yeah. So like actually... Yeah, I did know a lot of them made the transition over. Also, uh Nicole went on this huge Grey's Anatomy binge mm-hmm. and she would get mad because especially early on in the show. Yeah. <clears throat> which was, if I'm not mistaken, I don't remember when it started, but it, not long after Scrubs ended. Mm-hmm. And there were so many stories and plot points mm-hmm. 
that Scrubs had already done <laughs> in a comedic way. Nah. Like you remember the episode of Scrubs where the chick had the brain thing where everybody was singing? Yeah. Did it in Grey's Anatomy. Wow. And I, I called it and, and Nicole would get so pissed. I'm like, look, she's got something that, like a blood clot in her brain and it causes everybody around her to sing and they're going to have to do fucking brain surgery to fix it. And sure as shit, that's what happened. I'm like, it happened on Scrubs. It was like the whole <laughs> South Park Simpsons did it. Thing. Yeah. Scrubs did it. Yeah. And uh, they had many, many of the guest stars that were on Scrubs on Grey's Anatomy, including hmm. Sarah Chalk. Oh, wow. She was on it as a patient once, but mostly it was patients. Um, honestly, the only people that I don't recall seeing on Grey's Anatomy uh, were JD, Turk, and Carla. Everybody else seemed like had an appearance on there, including Heather Graham. Heather Graham was on an episode. Um, John C. McKinley. He was on one. They had several of the, the, the one patient, real annoying chick that was on Mad TV. She was oh, on multiple. Oh, yes. She was on with a very similar problem where she ended up dying. Huh. The old lady that. Uh, Ended up dying that got real close to JD and, and Dr. Cox. Yeah. Oh, so to finish my point. So. The, you were making a point? I was, yeah. About? So when they actually did an episode on Cougar Town. Oh, where Ted, Ted addresses Ted, yes. the fact. He goes, wait, you look like uh, a, someone from my old job. And it's pointing at Sarah Chalk and she does the hair thing. She like pushes out of her face with her yeah, breath and you were a lot nicer to me and you were a lot meaner. And then JD delivers a pizza and Todd's outside and gives him a high five. And I think Turk shows up too. It's oh, like a wow. post credit scene. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Did you know that he was not an actor? Who? Ted. Really? The guy that played Ted. Yeah. He was, I don't even remember why he was there. Something musical music because that was his background. And those guys, the worthless peons, they were actually in a acapella band. Oh, wow. And they wrote them into the show when, you know, once Ted got started as the lawyer, mm -hmm. then they wrote his band in as the the peons, and they did their little shtick. Yeah. What was it? TV theme songs and then cartoon theme songs. Yeah. And yeah. I always so. remember Underdog for some reason. Yep. And then, uh, I think Janitor was even in an episode at one point of Grey's Anatomy as well. What was his, what turned out to be his real name? I, I don't remember. I knew you were because they did that. it for one. The very the finale. He tells him what his name no. is, but JD's finale, which didn't turn yeah, out to be his. finale. That's the fucking finale. Uh, season nine didn't happen. That piece yeah. of shit. The only good thing about season nine was the slutty chick. She was you know nice to look at. Right. Uh, what was her name? Do you remember? Fuck no. I try to forget the one that I, sometimes I just want to bone a fat dude. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about Joe. No, yes. he called her Joe because she reminded him of Joe from facts of life. That's how sad it is that I watched. I'm Scrubs shocked that, that you remember that. Yeah, yeah. He called her Joe. Cause yeah, even though she didn't even have fucking dark hair, but, but anyway, yeah, she was mildly entertaining in that ninth season. James Franco's brother was in it too. Yeah. Too. And he was real douchey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, season nine sucked. JD's finale. Was I, I'm fucking shocked. You had. To, did you ever watch Scrubs, dude? We watched hours upon hours of episodes of Scrubs together. Do you know how many? We talked about it countless fucking times. Illicit substances I've absorbed into this brain. You in might want to fucking taper down on it. Plus like, years. I don't remember if you were here or not. But Jesus Christ, dude! You might. 
someday you're gonna ask me, hey, do you like football? Like, yeah. I if do. if it gets to that point, go ahead and just check me in because yeah. I'm about to check out. So, all right. Well, uh, I think we've probably rambled on enough. Um, I don't know when we'll be back, but I gotta think Saturday maybe. Well, that's a possibility. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll have some uh, some massacre news um, again as far as the NFL goes. I think we're going to see a lot of cuts and things, but not until we get that hard cap number to where teams know what they have to do. Right. And uh, I'll try and watch some TV and have other shit to talk about. I felt like there was something I wanted to watch. I need to start writing shit down because I come up with stuff all week that I want to talk about. Then when we get here and turn the mics on, I don't remember any fucking. I remember thing. what I was going to say. Did you hear justice league leaked early on HBO max for a yes. few hours? Yeah. Yes. If you clicked on it, you wanted to sit down with the kids and watch good old Tom and Jerry. It actually linked to the new justice league cut. Yeah. And I haven't had a chance to check the old streaming box to see if anybody was quick enough on the trigger to, uh, to get a, good clean copy pulled and posted but but yeah i'm hmm. looking forward to that nine days away march 18th is when that drops so all that being said i believe we are done here if i'm not mistaken yep so yeah we will catch you next time i am d's he is dylan bye bye see ya Ooh.